No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. What up, everybody? What up? What up? What's, what's good? What up, pussies? <laughs> Welcome to another fucking episode of No Sir, I Don't Fucking Like It. <laughs> Live from the Octagon. Uh, hey, what's up? It's Carmen Morales, Brian Vokey. Uh, it's good to hear you. Good to, or good to see Good to listen to you, right? How do good I to say, listen to you? Yeah, how definitely do say, not that. It's how do we say thank you? Like, thank, oh, I guess thank, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Well, well this right. is off to a great start. <laughs> Hello, bitches. What's up, motherfuckers? You're That's li- not better. Welcome to the Octagon. Yeah, we're on the UFC network here. Tell you what, we don't like pussies and bitches. <laughs> Number one on my list. What's happening, y'all? I'm tired. All right, leave me alone. Leave me alone. He's tired, but he's he's synthetically charged up on all the on all the coffee. I'm not really charged on coffee. Coffee has a tipping point where if you drink enough of it, it knocks you out. That's so strange. I mean, I've never gotten to that point. It's it really is like speed to me. Yeah, no, I could right now. I have had three cups of coffee this morning, and I could easily just go pass out. I had the opposite effect yesterday. I I drank a medium-sized cold brew before I went to host at the comedy store and it was more than enough not only enough energy for me to host a a comic every three minutes for three and a half hours but also still didn't get to bed till like four in the morning Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. I'm telling you dude yeah coffee doesn't do shit to me I think it's probably because I like should be on Adderall because of like ADD stuff Mm -hmm. and so I think that like coffee just levels me out dog but it, For real, bro? Yeah, it just levels me out, dude. My ADD is acting up. But <laughs> I tell you what, though, Adderall is a little bit better because coffee will like level me out as far as energy-wise. It'll take me down a notch, but then I will eat all of my fingernails and like all the skin around my nails. Cuticle like that's been my diet lately has been like just cuticles, coffee and fingernails. <laughs> that's about all I've been living off of coffee your and fingernails. Your intestines. You know, you don't digest those, right? So I don't know if that's true. I think that might be an, like your, a, your insides look like a fucking sea anemone just floating back and forth. It's just all fingernails yeah. up to the silly of your stomach lining. I think if that's true, then yes, I'm, but I, I don't, people like, like gum stays in your intestines for 13 years. I think these are facts that you hear when you're a child and they're not real. There's no way that's not real because it doesn't break it. Your stomach acid just doesn't break them down. Everything you're saying is what you were told, man. You know what I'm saying? Have you fucking looked into it? Theory? It's not a conspiracy. It's the Marilyn Manson getting his rib removed to suck his dick type thing. It's just like <laughs> you learn all this wrong information when you're a kid, and that's the only time you ever remember anything. So we're all like just running around with this misinformation in our head. <laughs> oh, that's something I couldn't stand. We we were on the road together, and we met a guy in finance, and the most interesting thing about him is that he wanted me and you to fuck his girlfriend. Is that true? That's what he wanted? I was a little, I was keeping my distance and trying to not actually get to know them. So I don't know what their agenda was at all. They, they just say, like, he just seems like one of those guys that would be like a late like, genuine cuck. Cuck, yeah. Where it was he just, did feel like a cuck. He was definitely like blowing smoke up my ass. And I feel like people think that because you're a performer, you want to hear compliments. 
mm-hmm. or whatever. But that's not how people interact, you know, where it's just like we're just talking at the bar. Like we did a show. We're at the bar talking with people are at the show. And the guy just keeps being like, dude, you're so funny. So funny. And it's like, all right, just be a person. Like you, this isn't you weren't. I didn't change your life. All right. I made you chuckle. Yeah. Relax. Like, but he, I think he was trying to meet me where I wanted to be met. And that's just like not how it works. Well, that's the other thing, too. It's like a lot of times we're just you're giving us information to riff on because that's all we ever do is when we're in a circle of comedians. Right. We're all just riffing. And it's, you know, we, we, there's the one upping thing and like just trying to like you think in jokes. But he did this thing that guys do that I really don't like is uh, a lot. Of, you'll meet a lot of guys. So if if they're meet if if guys are meeting somebody that they want to impress and they're with their girl, they just shut her down every time she says something because they're oh, like, like so God. embarrassed. Whatever, babe. Yeah. 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 Like, why would you say that? And all this stuff. And she was like throwing out really funny stuff and mm-hmm. she was like totally fine to be around and normal, not kissing our asses at all and just being funny. She was very drunk. Mm-hmm. But every time she said something, he'd be like, why would you say that? Like, and I've just run into that a lot throughout life mm-hmm. where guys like are embarrassed by their girlfriends when they're meeting somebody they're trying to impress. When they are end up being the ones He's that are embarrassing. Worse. Yeah. You're the one being embarrassing. You're yeah, the one just, that's trying to control anybody else's behavior. Yeah. Just chill. Yeah. Let her, let her say her shit. Yeah. Like, do you actually like her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you are paying her rent, motherfucker. Yeah. So. Yeah. He was floating her boat yeah. and she flashed me. Yeah. She flashed me. I was sitting in a hot tub. She flashed me through the door. And I was like, all right, I guess that's, the, you know, the secret password. <laughs> <laughs> you can come in. <laughs> yeah. That is the magic word. <laughs> Words. Um, there's two of them. She yeah. wasn't a unit tit. Yeah. Yeah. No. She <laughs> One middle tit. That'd be fine. It wouldn't bother me. You really only need one. Well, it's nice to, to bounce around. put your face in between them? No, nah, I'm not like one of those. I'm not a motorboater. Man, I used to do this bit about tits, and so many chicks would just randomly motorboat me after the show. Yeah, like, girls. Yeah, yeah. And I, it, it was it was not consensual. No, why would it be <laughs> motorboating? I don't get what that does for guys. Like, other than the fact that it's fun to be buried in tits. I mean, that sounds great. But to go in them like that's yeah. not that's just silly, it's right? That's not on your face. It's like ah, uh, titties on my face. So it is sexual when people do that. It's not just like this is silly. I think no. I think giving it's a raspberry. I think it's silly and sexual. I think it's one of those things. Just like if you, I'm a silly never, sexual. My friend, my friend told me one time he was with his girlfriend. Um, he was a he was a drunk, so his dick wasn't working, and his girlfriend would like move her or the lips of her vagina and be like, please. Please. Get oh her yeah, for that's me. that's normal. That's silly and sexual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is that sexual? It's her pussy lips talking to you. Sure. I would imagine that's sexual. Yeah, but she talks like a girl could talk to me with her mouth lips, and that also can be not sexual and also sexual. Yes, sure, but that doesn't have anything to do with what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> that is sexual. Uh, I gotta try to. I gotta try to fucking get something good going here. Let's get the brain going. Let's get the synovial fluids flowing. Let's go do some fucking calisthenics real quick, and then yeah? come back. You want to go just toss? Like, some yeah, you're, oh, you want to talk about some shit I don't like? Uh oh. How about that fucking flight we were on where they tried to get us to do goddamn calisthenics on the way back from Minneapolis? Oh yeah, the the witty. <laughs> oh, stop being funny, Southwest. I'm starting to think that there, there's. You yeah, know, I don't know why flight attendants think that just because they have a. Uh, a microphone? little beep beep that, that that 
They got to do a tight five. It's so goddamn annoying. But the, the jokes, whatever that people seem to enjoy it. That's fine. I don't. I'm not one of those pricks who just like doesn't. Whatever. That's fine. They don't do it every single night. They don't have to be funny. People seem to be enjoying it. I'm not going to rain on everybody's parade about that. But when you start telling me to raise my hands in the air and start Wait, like, I'm like, you just don't care. <laughs> they want us to do fucking like like water sport old people type calisthenics on the plane. <laughs> and water. Aerobics. Leave me alone. Give me my peanuts give me my tonic water or seltzer or bubbly water depending on where i'm taking off i try to meet them where they're coming from <laughs> i try to know all the you know if we're do you in do it by the airport you're leaving or do yeah, you do yeah. it based on the crew because well, the crew is also- i know the crews are different but i try to do it from where i'm at okay so if i'm in the northeast i'm asking for seltzer mm-hmm. if i'm in the if i'm in the southeast i ask for bubbly water mm-hmm. uh if i'm in california I ask for tonic mm-hmm. so i the tonic uh, is different than club soda Club soda is Florida. Florida is that they always say club soda. Yeah, club soda is what you get the stains off with. Yeah, you also drink it with a lime. <laughs> That's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I know tonic water has the quinine, but for some reason, when I ask for tonic water, I get seltzer water, which is probably don't have. I, it. I grew up polar seltzer water, seltzer water, polar from Worcester, Mass. That's what I grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I call it bubbly. I've been calling it bubbly water. That's that's my real like. If you catch me drunk. And I'm not trying to be anything. Get a Tito's of bubbly water. Yeah, yeah. Put some bubbles in my water. <laughs> Can I have some bubbles in my water? <laughs> I really like when they put the bubbles in the water. It feels good in the back of my throat. Also, I love, there's nothing like going to bed fucking blackout drunk and then snoring like crazy and waking up with that dry, dry, dry tongue mm. and then putting some bubbly water on there and it's, it feels like it's like scrubbing life back into your tongue. Oh, like a Mentos and a Diet diet Coke? Yeah, yeah. Together. It feels like some, like a fucking Mexican or lady like is scraping rocks. my fucking tongue with a fucking hand brush on her hands and knees. It feels so good. <laughs> And then you drink it too fast and throw up. Oh, oh, I've never thrown up from seltzer water. Well, you've, but I'm talking about you're so hungover and oh. then you just put your porn shit into your stomach. Your stomach's like, whoa, 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 nothing for another 12 hours. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Not, yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. not unless it's charcoal, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, have you, I remember I was living, when I was living in Athens, I blacked out, and I guess I made fucking macaroni and cheese, and there was just orange powder all over the kitchen floor, all over my computer, all over the cupboards. Where the fuck did you... And I don't know what I did. And I like, did you make a cheese bomb? <laughs> I was like happened? rolling on the floor in it, I think. Just fucking really fucked up. Wow. And uh, and my I had my friend crashing on my floor. And I woke up and I was I blacked out. I remember it. It'd be funny if he woke up and he had like a dirty Sanchez orange <laughs> cheese thing on his. Well, upper I wrote a note to him saying, "Hey, if you're gonna make fucking macaroni and cheese, maybe don't make a mess." And I was putting that note in the kitchen, and my roommate Ethan goes, um, <clears throat> "Brian," and, I was like, and she goes, "Look down." And I looked at my shirt, and I was covered <laughs> in macaroni and cheese. But I hadn't seen a mirror yet. I hadn't looked down. She was like, you were really, we were all sitting around watching you roll on the floor, like <laughs> in macaroni and cheese. <laughs> it's so funny that they were calm enough to be like, oh, Brian. Yeah. Um, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. And I just got the mess everywhere. But because my, I lived with somebody who made absinthe. 
mm-hmm. in the house. So I was drinking his absinthe. Right. And uh, I, so I think that's probably why they were like, oh, this shit works. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like literally making like, you know, you what were I, the guinea pig for their booze <laughs> experiments. Dude, I've lived with that absinthe also made me just punch. I mean, my I mean, uh, that and a mixture of a horrible attitude. But like I took a <laughs> shot of that absinthe one time, a few few shots. We were playing poker or something. I don't think I was playing poker. I don't really don't know how to play poker, but I was playing some card game and I got, I was taking shots of absinthe and I just looked over at my friend Dave and I just punched him in the face. Oh my God. Not broke his glasses, knocked him right out of a chair. And then I went straight to bed. I just like, I stood up, I punched him in the face and I went to bed. Dave was a freak though. I could, he's a guy. Did you write a note to him and Hey, if you're going to, if you're you're going to bash your face into my hand, (laughs) maybe get me a band aid, you dick. You fucking hurt my knuckles um, with your glasses. Um, Brian? <laughs> his, his glasses are all cracked on his face. Okay, so this guy, Dave, you guys are going to be... Now, I'm sure you heard me say I punched a, a friend in the face, and you're like, you're a dick, but you'll be fine with it once you hear this story. <laughs> uh, when I got kicked out of the Army, I went on a uh, uh, shoplifted, funded road trip to all the national parks. Not all of them, but a lot of them. It was, mm-hmm. And I believe... My friend Johnny went on the trip, listens to this podcast. I'm, he texted me actually saying he, he's been listening to him because he said, congrats on the hundredth episode. So thanks oh, for listening, Johnny. And you. he'll be in LA soon. So I'll have him over at the house. Everybody will meet him. He's a great guy. But Johnny and I and this guy Dave are going on a road trip across the country, uh, national parks, which wasn't where my head was at. I wanted to go to cities and see punk shows. So I was kind of bored with all the national parks, but oh, uh, views. I know, mm-hmm. you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were in Yosemite, I want to say, or we were either in Yosemite or Lake Beardsley, California, in the Sonora Pass, somewhere in the Eastern Sierras. And we're asleep, you know, tenting outside, sleeping bags. It's called camping, Brian. We were tenting. <laughs> I was tenting. <laughs> I call it tenting. You're so gnarly. You're just the only way you're in a tent is if you're fucking homeless. We're tenting it. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah, yeah. just sitting in a hole, you know, just doing it. We're just greasing it up. Yeah, it's called camping when it's for fun. <laughs> so we were, yeah, that's funny that I forgot that word. Um, yeah, we were tenting in Yosemite and or somewhere in the Eastern Sierras. And I turned around and woke up this morning, uh, one morning, and uh, Dave, who was with us, was just ferociously humping dirt where, like, the roots of a tree made a V into the ground. Like, there was a root going into the ground, and mm-hmm. it was splitting, and it made a V. And he was just humping that V wow. really hard. And I was just like, I'm going to just roll over and pretend I'm still asleep. From tree hug? I mean, that that's like a really extreme version of a tree hugger. He's huh? a tree fucker. Tree fucker. <laughs> yeah. He, it was some Earth First shit. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen that video of the fucking Earth First activists when they're, they're cutting down trees and these girls are going, no! They're just screaming for these trees. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It made me want to go what, cut down trees. Did. And that's what you were doing when you saw him raping that tree. <laughs> but I did it internally because I didn't want him to see me. <laughs> you want to let him finish. Yeah. I love that you're you're true dude. Just I mean, you get, get it done, dude. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Whatever you, you gotta do. do. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's that trip. I think I talked about that T-bone to the toy department. We were driving around. We did a whole loop around the country, and uh, we were in Kansas. And the way we were financing this trip was we were stealing memory cards for digital cameras. It's a long time ago. They were worth like a hundred bucks a pop. Yeah, for we, sure. We would sell them on eBay. So and that's how we would fund the trip. So we were like, and we would take, we were stealing from Walmart. So we would, so they, they had end caps on the, so you know how you, they hang everything up on those metal rods. Yeah. And uh, sometimes they put a lock on the end of those metal rods if mm-hmm. it's something's expensive. So we had to take this razor blade and slice them off the, off the locked end cap mm-hmm. and then take them to the toy department where the deep shelves are. Cause that's the, those are the deepest shelves. So you can get out of camera view and kind of look like you're reaching in to get a toy and you slice out the memory card. And we were in Kansas and we're in the toy department, me and Dave, and we're stealing the fucking cards and you just hear over the intercom T-bone to the toy department, T-bone to the toy department. <laughs> and the, Dave looks at me, he goes, I don't want to meet T-bone. <laughs> and so we just run out and we realize we're in fucking, Kansas there is no escaping in Kansas because you could get a hundred miles away and they could you're still a dot that they can yeah. see because it's so fucking flat yeah like what a horrible place to make a getaway yeah like you can't no matter where you turn you're just visible we were gonna have to run into a cornfield that was the only way we we're gonna be able to hide <laughs> so luckily nobody chased us but we did get um pulled over in Texas and this cop came up to me and so many people get pulled over in Texas I don't know why that is well, we got pulled over because we went into a hotel and ate their continental breakfast. And the lady's like, what room are you in? And I was like, 134. And she's like, there is no 134. What name is it under? And I just said a name. And then we just left. And then she mm-hmm. called the cops. And they pulled us over. Guy was in dungarees, Ugh. fucking cop in jeans. I was like, these are the cops that murder you. Wow. The cops are wearing jeans, cowboy mm-hmm. hat, whole the whole thing. And uh, he looks at me and he goes, uh, you look like you've done some time. In my mind, I just got out of the military. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I thought he was talking military. And I was like, yeah, I did I did some time. Did about three years. And uh, Dave goes, he means prison. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I've never been to prison. <laughs> no, I was in the military. Here's my idea. I'm a fucking honorably yeah, discharged. Better. <laughs> and he's like, get out of here. <laughs> uh, but I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, I just looked him dead in the eye with all the confidence in the world going, yeah, yeah, I did about three years. Yeah. <laughs> what about, what about, you know, for what? what? What were you in for? Fucking loyalty, freedom, defending the Constitution? <laughs> You're welcome, officer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that trip was wild. That was a, there was a lot of, a lot of stuff happened on that trip. No sex. None? None. None of you got laid on the entire trip? I mean, besides the guy fucking the tree? Yeah, he fucked a tree. Did he make the tree? Oh, come? dude. <laughs> Did you see sap <laughs> pouring out? <of> there? <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a little half tree Davids walking around, just branch That's arms. That's how they ended up making those little tree faces they put on trees. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we were in Lake Beardsley, California, and that's where uh, we were camping out there, and this dude walked up to us, and he's like... Not to be confused with tenting, which just is when you have pants that have like a little bulge and it looks like (laughs) a boner. (laughs) Or you just do have a boner. Or you do have a boner. Uh, (laughs) We were were tenting in Lake Beardsley on the Snore Pass in the Eastern Sierras in a real redneck town. This guy comes out of nowhere, and he's just like, y'all in a band? Because we were playing guitars and Mm. stuff. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, my friends are in a band. You ever heard? Heard them called Double Barrel Doom. 
Wow. And he goes, they're playing. He goes, yeah, you're double. Like, you're, I'm into them now. Holy yeah. shit. He's like, Double Barrel Doom. He goes, yeah, they're playing at some bar with Roadhead. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> double Barrel Doom and Roadhead. <laughs> what <laughs> Which, a line. Yeah, Roadhead is a great band name, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, so he was like, oh, man, I want my son. I want my son. He had his kids there, son and daughter. He goes, I want my son to live your life, man. I want you guys. I want my son to travel, play rock and roll music. Like, that's just a great way to live. And his daughter goes, I want to do that too. And he goes, you're going to date. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) He he had two Budweiser's on top of each other. Like he was double fisting his Budweiser's and he's just cuddling his Budweiser's and looks at her like, you're going to (laughs) date. Which is weird because he's still restricting his daughter, but like, it's weird that a father wants their daughter to date. Yeah, I thought that. I think that's. I think that's weirder. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it makes sense. That he doesn't want her traveling. But if she doesn't date, I mean, then she might just be blowing the dudes from Roadhead. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. In his mind, she's gonna marry whoever she dates, and yeah. then, therefore she's not a whore. Yeah. Right, but if she's like you know De- Debbie Harry from fucking Blondie, that's skank. <laughs> you know, I ain't raising no fucking traveling rocking girl. You're gonna go a date. Groupie? You're gonna date. You're gonna get pregnant. But I don't think she, she wanted. I think she wanted to be in the bands. I don't know. It was so fucking funny though. Oh man! And then we later on the next day we're jumping in the lake and we don't know where he's camping. The guy with his family, mm-hmm. but we jump in the lake and we just hear him go, "Yeah, get it!" <laughs> when we jump in the lake out wow. of the middle of the woods, he was like watching us jump in the water. Wow, that's creepy, dude. Yeah. He like was very jealous, you know. Mm-hmm. He was just some dude trapped in a shit town. I get that, but that's also still fucking weird. Like the guy that's watching you guys from the butchers. <laughs> like that's like pre- the premise for so many fucking Kevin in the Woods murders and shit is just some guy like, yeah, I wish I was going to be a musician. <laughs> and now I'm going to cut you up and eat you because this is the closest thing I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe weird. if I get a little you inside me, <laughs> I'll become you. Yeah, just uh, that fucked up backwards logic, you know. Yeah. It's funny that like you're young. He just it, makes gloves out of your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tries to play. The yeah, like it's gonna make it happen. <laughs> Maybe if I wear your finger skin, I can play that guitar. <laughs> oh well, guess I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's no real roadhead band. He just no. has that carved into his thigh. <laughs> Dude, the it's funny. I never you. thought about that guy being scary. And now like, it's so funny. Like it really, I am. Oh, I'm an old man now. I'm a hundred percent old man because I, my f- life is entirely fear driven now. And I think everybody's out to get me. Everything's scary. I'm going to fall. And I've, I'm already worried about falling in the bathroom. You know, like that's like a thing I'm worried about. I'm like, I'm going to fall in the shower and die. I'm getting close to that age. I've already fallen in the shower. So it's like, you have. Yeah. Once you rip that bandaid off, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody just died doing that. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing. Wait, is it in the movie Final Destination? No, no, no. I'm just saying somewhere in the world right now, as we were talking about this, somebody slipped in the shower and died. And it's happened again since I brought up the first one. Twice now. It's already (laughs) happened. First of all, I feel like those numbers are embellished. (laughs) Two? That's not crazy. Two in a matter of seconds? Uh, In the the whole world? Yeah, in the whole world. I guess most people don't have showers. So now you're dealing with only people who have access to showers. God, I mean, it's going to be a... I know where I'm going to slip. I'm going to be on the road doing some fucking... 
Laughlin, Nevada or something, and I'm going to have not gotten a hotel, so I'm going to have to shower in a pilot gas station. <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> it is funny to die in a trucker yes, shower. That's I, way funnier. I'm going to slip in a pilot gas station, crack my head open, and then some other trucker guy is going to just straddle me and shower over me. <laughs> Not tell anybody. Yeah, not tell anybody. Just lay a towel over yeah. you and use the next one. He's over. already too jaded. He's seen too many dead people in oh. the truck stop. He's not like, again. I'm not. I'm not staying to fill out paperwork. Yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> thing I brought my Crocs. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's how I'm going down. I'm so old, but yeah, I never thought about that guy being scared. But now I'm scared of everybody. I'm scared of everything. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like you were teasing me about because I was like, let's go spin out in the snow. In the car, and, and you were like, like yeah, yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. And I was like, no, no I'm kidding. Crazy. I'm you like, you, get, I'm like you didn't get the insurance on the rental. <laughs> That's where your life was. <laughs> yeah. The insurance that you're not even going to have to pay. I know. In an empty parking lot but where hey, there's nothing to hit. I delivered that anyway. We ended up spinning out in a way more oh, adrenaline fuel. He, he says he's scared of everything, but then while we're driving in a blizzard, he starts FaceTiming his fucking dad. <laughs> Look at the snow, dad. Look at it. It's cold but, here. By the way, my dad lived in Maine for 44 years. Snow is not a like. It's not new to him. But he's also very spoiled in Florida where yeah. it's not very yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah. And so you're showing him how cold it is where you're at so he can laugh at you because he likes being better than you. Yeah. And then Brian just there and I'm like, hey, watch it. Because in front of us, there's a huge semi that's carrying those logs. It's a logging truck. A logging truck. And so all I see is the actual final destination <laughs> thing <laughs> happening where the thing and we die. And I'm like, hey, watch it. Hey, watch it. And I say watch it like four times. Didn't hear and, any of these. Because he's too busy going, right, it's fucking okay. <laughs> And, then, and I'm like, watch it. And he's like, oh, shit. And then he he, he goes to stop. Rookie mistake. Stop. We, Slot, we, I slam the brakes. On the brakes. We're on an icy road. That, that, that doesn't work. I don't know if he knows. Like, that guarantees you fucking hit the truck in front of you. So then he pulls off. He uh, he jank, yanks the, the, the wheel over. And we're, we're now we're sliding into oncoming traffic, and there's a huge dog truck, which is kind of the truck that you've always ever wanted. Yeah. So how bittersweet for it to kill us both. And then, he, and so the, the truck barely misses us because like Brian slams into the snowbank, and then we get masterfully. Then by the way, <laughs> I really pulled it together, and then nothing. I didn't really get that scared. Yeah, after we didn't die, you didn't get scared. But I mean, through the whole, it's not like I was like. Ah! It was very silent. All right, what do I have to do? Well, yeah, you had your dad on the phone. You didn't want to sound like a bitch to your pops. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But, like, I, yeah, I was probably more scared the next day of something I said to a stranger I met <laughs> than that. Like, I was probably like, oh, I shouldn't have fucking said that. <laughs> I don't know. It's Yeah, it's weird. You have, like, it's almost like how old men have selective hearing when their wives are nagging at them. Selective you have fears. selective fear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have, like, the proper fear, but I'm definitely terrified. That's why I I was talking to a uh, uh, former guest on this podcast, Eric Lampere yesterday. I was over at his house and he, um, I was talking, he was talking about how when he first met me, he thought I was an asshole. And I hear that all the time. Like when people first meet me, they think I think I'm better than them and I'm an asshole. And I was like, no, no, the, my cocktail, what I am, where I'm coming from is I am 50% bored and 50% terrified. So like, the fucking yeah, I'm. That's exactly what I am. So the board makes me look arrogant because mm-hmm. like I can't be bothered because I'm just so fucking bored all the time. Right. And then also I'm very terrified, so it makes me just leave situations real quickly. So like you, if you're meeting me, you show I'm, up, you're a dick, and then you leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm oh, indifferent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> indifferent. I'm it's indifferent. Really, yeah. It's not bored. It's indifference. Yeah. I, I don't care. 
period. Prisha Lawson also within the last couple of weeks told me when he first met me, he thought I was a fucking arrogant asshole. I like that. I, it's not real though. I don't think I'm better than people. No, I know. I think that's maybe that's why I didn't, it doesn't, it didn't bother me. Cause when I first met you, you were trying to be standoffish and stuff like that. We're refusing to, to party along with us and stuff like that. No, fuck this. I'm going to go sleep in a cabana and try to get chicks. To I was fuck me. almost blackout drunk. What are you talking about? I fell asleep in that cabana. You did. And then I, I also moments before that had fallen asleep on a raft <laughs> swimming towards women. <laughs> I was on a raft. Like, What's with I was this? like, hey. And they're like, hi. And I was like, I'm going to come over and say hi. And then. That's <laughs> not a raft. Is that guy that is dead? not me being standoffish. That's me. No, because we were like being silly. It was uh, me, uh, another former guest of the podcast, Christian Piper and Anthony Decimito. And we were uh, building Doug a Sanhope's fort. hotel. Yeah, we were p- p- building a pillow fort, being silly. And Brian's like, I'm not fucking getting in a pillow fort. Like, you were just refusing. I was in a band called Pillow Fort, too. <laughs> I was. I swear to God. No, no, no. But Anytime <laughs> any two innocuous words are no, put no, together, no. you're always like, I was in a band. I was in a band. I was in a band that was called, uh, this is. This, this, this is a Johnny Watson heavy episode. Section. He was in that band with me. The guy I was talking about the road trip. And you'll meet him and he'll back me up. But that band also changed its name 900 times because the guy was. <laughs> Insane. It was called Wade Boggs. It was called Tipsy Nuisance. It was called <laughs> oh, I like that Shitty Darkness. Uh, Pillow Fort. All the same band, same songs. <laughs> so you just tour under a different name so they could hear the same songs when you showed up? I think the only bands, the only names they actually toured under were Shitty Darkness and Pillow Fort. Those are good. The guy's a fucking Ian McCord. He's one of my favorite songwriters ever. He's one of those guys that nobody will ever. We we all know all these artists who are just too fucking. They've they're missing something, so they can't put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. It, it happens in every. See, I have the opposite effect. Everybody always thinks uh, I'm super sweet and super nice, and then I go on stage because I just did this show in San Francisco, and I met everybody, you know, and um, I I was <laughs> I was actually at a wedding and had to leave the wedding to go do the show, um, you know, because not a huge fan of weddings, but I like the people who are getting married. I saw it on Instagram. Follow Carmen at the funny Carmen (laughs) on Instagram. That whole, this whole story is on there for the picture of a stage way bigger than I remember that room looking. (laughs) So I've been to that room several times. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. I've only seen music there. It was actually great. I was really nervous because I thought it was cavernous, but it worked out well. And then I remembered what I learned uh, when I did shows with uh, Maria Bamford, also previous guest of this podcast. Um, I remember when I went out with her, like it was like the pacing and I, I did have an arrogance about me because I had, I had the people of San Francisco built up so much in my mind that they weren't going to like me that I was going out there for swinging. Yeah. yeah. I was going out swinging and and it was also like, I'm going to do what I want just to spite you. You know what I mean? Which was unnecessary. They're still kind of controlling you, (laughs) you know, but on my turn, (laughs) um, but it also just kind of it, just one of those things. It's something to push off of. And then it ended up being great. Um, but it was the same kind of like theater pacing because the ceilings were so high. Right. It was like 350 and they're all almost like directly in front of you. Like it's not too it's not um, so steep, but it's still steep enough where they're close enough to you. Right. I don't like how you make it sound like on Instagram. Carmen, this annoyed me. Carmen wrote like, how much do I love stand up? I left a wedding to go to. And it's like, fuck you. You don't like wedding. Nobody likes weddings. <laughs> oh, oh, you left somebody else's wedding to go be adored by 600 people. Like <laughs> what a sacrifice you made. What a fucking sacrifice. I, how much do I love stand up? I left a wedding to do a show at a sold out theater. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. That 
<laughs> the point is, Brian, I would leave my own fucking wedding to I, go do a set. <laughs> I would leave my own wedding to just leave it, to just be alone. <laughs> Weddings aren't fun. And then you wonder why you're going to be alone. I'll say I do, and then I'll go. <laughs> I'll catch you later. Yes, I'll see you at the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I do. I'll see you at the house. Yeah, you can have you the limo to right? yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure one of my groomsmen will fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap. All my friends are shit. <laughs> I, just, I just think, I do think the concept of a wedding is, it, it's kind of trite to me. Like of it's course. kind of a, where it's just like. It's you, an outdated tradition based on Christian biblical fucking norms that are no longer relevant to today's society. All right. Well, you don't have to be a dick. That's about my it. legitimate opinion, but I said it with, in a slurry voice because I'm scared of being sincere. <laughs> It's like that Maria joke where she says, I've been seeing a therapist, a therapist. Uh, I say it like that because I can't take it seriously. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is. It's, it's antiquated. Yes. Yeah. Which is fine. I think, but it's cool if you want to have those traditional things. I think that's cool. But you've been going to a lot of weddings lately because your boyfriend has a lot of friends. <sighs> Why? A lot of 30 something friends. Know, all of my 30 something friends are, are divorced. Deadbeats. Yeah. Deadbeats. Yeah. They divorced. got married or they're 22. They never get married or they're in their second marriage yeah. and they know not to invite me. <laughs> yeah. they, they respect me enough to go, uh, hey, Carm, I'm getting married. And I go, congratulations. You need some money. Yes or no. Boom. But what bother, yeah. What bothers you more? The I institution wanna, of marriage or the event of a wedding? Both. Oh. I think both of them are boring. You know what I mean? I don't think you need paperwork to stay with somebody forever. You, right. don't, you don't need to. What do you, you need that much of a, you, you need a break on your insurance that much? You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, the tax write-off is nice. Yeah. I think the financial reasons are the best reason to get married. What the, the, I think that's why you think you should just marry an immigrant. Right. So get some get cash. Papers. Yeah. Then you get your money up front. But That's what don't you like about weddings? I don't. I work in the wedding industry, folks. Just so oh, you know. So, oh, this is a sensitive topic for you. No, so I hate them probably more than you do. But I'm just interested in your perspective. I enjoy the free booze and the free cock, like the free uh, free cock. Dessert. Is that what you just said? <laughs> I enjoy the free booze and the free cock. Usually, I'm paying for my cock. You know. <laughs> you know, I'm a road comic. I gotta buy my cock. <laughs> That two cock minimum. <laughs> you know, <two> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's in my rider. Two cock minimum. I need them at the same time. All right. <laughs> one for each hand. <laughs> one a, cock in one hand. My stage name is Daisy Chain. All right. I'm, they call me Daisy Chain. I need two cocks at a time. Catch me at Goonies in Rochester next month. Two cock minimum. Two cock minimum. You want to have a good time or don't you? Bring so you like the out. free cock at the weddings because you save money. I was going to say cocktails, but I just said booze. But mm. it was uh, the hors d'oeuvres. I get it. But my whole thing is, is like the why do you got to have if you just want to have a party? The fact that you like somebody a lot and you want to be with them forever. Uh-huh. Just have the fucking party. Right. You know what I mean? Just throw a reception. Why do we need the ceremony part? Why does it have to be like, oh, and, oh, and you got to I got to get the my ca- fucking day. I know. But, but that's the thing I'm talking about is like. And I've been to I've been to some cool weddings. Uh, Brad Williams' wedding was really cool, um, and, and it, because it was just the party, it, there was they were like we signed the paperwork before you show up. We throw a party. Uh, you celebrate the fact that we like each other this much. Right. Yes, I'm in. They had a couple Chinese uh, dragons dancing. They had a good band. I, I love a good party. Absolutely. I would love to see Brad Williams hit a pinata. <laughs> you also should check out uh, Brad Williams' Instagram because he has uh, some really funny footage of him. Um, the celebrity NBA All-Star game. Doing this. It's hilarious. He was guarding Shaq in one of them. 
There's a picture of Brad Williams, midget comedian, former guest, on, dwarf, excuse me, dwarf comedian, um, former guest in this podcast. And he's got a picture of him with uh, former NBA center Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> and he is the exact height to just suck Dikembe Mutombo's dick standing. <laughs> And I was like, wow, I would think that Mutombo center, his he would be high. I think he's all torso. But it's cool he met Dikembe Mutombo. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, we weddings get- suck. I mean, it's just, it's everybody's special day. I, I could go on and on about weddings, but I don't want to. But it's also, that's the other thing, too, is like, I think you got to pick and choose what weddings you go to as well, because it's it's still a big fucking ass killer for if if we're the generation, the first generation that doesn't make as much money as our parents, we shouldn't have to go to as many weddings. You know what I mean? Your wedding right. should be smaller. You also shouldn't be doing the, the destination wedding is always the biggest, the biggest fuck you. Have you been invited to one before a destination wedding? I usually, yeah, I just don't usually don't go. I, I've never even been. It, I don't get invited to weddings <laughs> at all, like ever. Well, the only reason I'm going is because my boyfriend gets invited to it. I we think, all know how I, I mean. I talk about it extensively. How much I don't fuck marriage, fuck the wedding, fuck all of that. You know, fuck kids, right. fuck anything that society's telling you to do. Uh, you know, that's just you heard it here first. Carmen says, <laughs> "Fuck kids." Carmen Morales, fuck kids. Preferably if they're already dead first. Don't do sure. it. Don't do it while they're alive. It hurts them. Yeah. But get them when they're warm. Nobody likes a cold kid. <laughs> but the the thing that I also noticed is like people recently have been going a lot. Like I, I've heard fr- like friends and acquaintances, just people talking about going to their ex's wedding, which I always think is really, it, really weird to me because it's like how many, how few friends. Yeah. What village are you from? Yeah. How few friends do you have that you have to, you're going to your fucking ex's wedding. The only reason you would do that is if whoever you're going to the wedding with is much better than the person getting married. Yeah, what the fuck is the point otherwise? Yeah, if I showed up to like my ex's wedding with Scarlett Johansson, that would be worth it. Yeah. You know? And also, like if you, if a lot of times your ex is inviting you as a fuck you that they are doing better than you. Or it's not I didn't genuine, really think you would come. Yes, that's you know? what I mean. It's, yeah. a, it's a fuck you, uh, I'm doing better than you. Fuck off. Yeah. And I get it. And then, so the play on that would be to, well, fuck you, then I'll show up, you know? But at the same time, it's like, how lonely are you that you're going to your ex's fucking wedding? Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't need to fucking do a double Windsor just to say fuck you to somebody. (laughs) It took me a second. (laughs) Yeah, That's insane. I'm not fucking tying a tie just to feel better than somebody. Are you kidding me? I'll stay home, get drunk. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Going to your ex wedding seems crazy to me. And I I can't say when people are like, yeah, but we're friends. We're friends. That's fine. Be friends with your ex, but you're not no, but really just make friends. Make more friends. Make more friends, you fucking idiot. But you're friends in the same That's way that if a World War II. You have to keep a ties with all of your exes so much so that you're going to their wedding. Just make new friends, dude. No, yeah. Nobody is. Uh, don't make new friends. There's no reason to make new friends. <laughs> Look, I get that you don't like any social interactions <laughs> enough where you have to find out about someone. But I'm saying make make an, enough friends where you can get some other fucking wedding invitations where it's not just your ex is the only wedding you got this season. I know. Stop trying to live in sex in the city, you boring cunts. Um, so it just doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know. Up. But I just think the only way exes are friends is in the same way, like if you took a Japanese World War II veteran, an American World War II veteran, and you put them in the same room now, they would they have more in common than they do with anybody else, even though they were trying to murder each other 70, 80 years sure. ago. Yeah. You know, that's the same way where it's like, yeah, we survived that war and we have that in common. So we're forever bonded. But really, like, I would have murdered you when I had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I like that you're here right now. <laughs> but if I was any younger, you wouldn't fucking yeah. be here right I'd now. <laughs> spill your guts in the goddamn trench. Oh, my sister had a good gripe of the week, but she said she didn't want to write it in because she says every time we read them, we go, that's not a gripe. And she got scared that it wasn't a proper gripe. <laughs> and I was like, it doesn't really matter. But she did have a great gripe. And I'm just going to say it because I don't know if she wrote it in. But uh, listener of the podcast, uh, behind the scenes helper, Roe Evoki, said that she hates whenever any comedian posts anything on social media and then other people try to add to the joke or be funny in the oh, comments. Oh, when people try to tag a post? Yeah, or mm-hmm. make jokes and they're always not funny. And she was just like, look, you're not the funny one. Just enjoy this person's brain and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she can't stand it. Like, it's like anytime I read the comments of anything like your mom's house or just even anything that you put or I put on social media and people always trying to riff in the comment section mm-hmm. and it's always so not funny yeah she's like it makes me sick well specific like there's been some this is and this is very few and far between like if i post something another comedian will tag something where but still that's still very few and far between but it's also when non-comedians who Mm -hmm. also don't get don't they don't get it they don't have that that part of their brain right they try to contribute and it's always like some stupid fucking hacky thing or they just try to put a dick in it or something and it's just like Ah, this isn't funny. It's so stupid. Either that, or what's even worse, and I think, uh, Roey, uh, you can uh, you can text me later if <laughs> this also bothers you, is it, when people start doing that, and then they don't read the comments, so they don't know that they're the fourth or fifth person oh, yes. making the same joke, and it's like, this is obviously hacky, because you're all fucking saying the same thing. Great example of that is uh, Kareem Hunt disc- uh, got signed by the Cleveland Browns, and you may know he's the guy who got... Uh, suspended by the league for lightly kicking a woman. And uh, so everybody in the comment section when he got signed was like, oh, the Browns do need a new kicker. And everybody kept saying it over and over again. They need a new kicker. They need a new kicker. Everybody was, it was so fucking hacking. It's like, just, if you're going to post in the comments, do your research, all right? Yeah, and by by do your research, just look at the fucking comment Uh ahead of the one that you were writing. I try to be, I I try to be funny in the comments with this one guy because I want open for him so bad. He's Mm -hmm. a country musician, Paul Cawthon. He's like my, my, one of my favorite musicians out right now. You're my favorite musician. And I think, I think comedy would work well with him. He's very funny on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I think I could, I, I think his crowd is would be a great crowd to poach. Mm-hmm. And so I try to make jokes in his comment sections. And I've gotten quite a few LOLs from that guy. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah, he crushed he's it in also, his comments. He's also not a comic. And so that's the same thing like when you're in a conversation with you know, maybe a finance guy and his girlfriend, you're going to shine just because they don't have that part of the brain. It's just, we think that way. Right. He's just probably just being nice. He's like, oh, this fan thinks he's funny. (laughs) Honestly, I would, Paul, if you're, if anybody knows Paul, Dallas musician, Mm -hmm. let him know that he should have a comedian opening for him. And that comedian is me. (laughs) Me and only me. Damn it. Yeah. It's my idea. (laughs) (laughs) If Rory Scoville's opening for him, I will murder Rory. (laughs) Saw him open for Wheeler Walker Jr. And it was incredible because they hated him. Really? They hated him. And him, he was shining through the hate. Really? Yeah. It was incredible. That's awesome. It was, he was just bombing, but it was so funny. It was so funny. Just dying up there. Didn't care. Bombing in character. Stayed in character. Yeah. It was incredible. That's awesome. Wheel of Rocker Jr., new album, World War Three. But anyways, <laughs> I said all, all of this just to say it, because I was super nice to everybody after the show. I left the wedding and came to the show. 
and super. Oh, thank you. I apologize for being late. Da 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 da. The wedding, everybody will know about it. And then I get, I go and do my set, and it goes really well. And then I get off stage, and like one of the other comedians is like, "Wow, you're you're a lot meaner on stage." Where it's like, yeah, I've gotten that too. Where it's just like, I mean, I guess, I guess. it's just one of my dimensions. I'm multifaceted. Yeah, you know? I'm hey. a varied and rich <laughs> human being. <laughs> Me being sweet isn't funny. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like just when like I, how it's always funny when like a short chick be like if I beat you up that would be funny mm-hmm. if you beat me up it would not be funny. Oh, the fucking the fact that I can't punch a woman gives me so many awful interactions. This woman yesterday at the comedy store was being really annoying, and she was just one of those psychos that thinks everything's about her. Mm-hmm. Just one of the many psychos that LA pulls in, mm-hmm. and she just flicked her hat. She flicked my hat off my head because I told her to shut up and stop talking to me because she was getting in my face. She flicked my hat Why? off. Why? What was the context? She was just screaming about something. And then she's like, you boys are probably talking about, I don't even know what she was. She came up to me and she was like, are you boys talking about Louis CK or something? We, I don't know. And then she was just started being like, I think he's like, as if I care what, I don't know what we weren't talking about. I don't know. She's a crazy person. It's hard to like recount what, how a crazy person gets into a conversation with you. They're just like a fucking there all of a sudden. Yeah. They just insert themselves. And, uh, and everything she said sounded rehearsed. So I was like, why do you talk like a bad actor? You're not even a real person or whatever. <laughs> and then she flicked my hat off my face and Tommy and I both looked at each other and we both at the same time were just like the fact that I can't punch her is why she gets away with that shit. Cause like I could have fucking broken her jaw. If a guy came up to me, got my face, flicked my hat off my face. I have carte blanche to punch him. It's yeah. fine. That's yeah. he opened that can of worms. But because I can't punch her, she gets to fucking put her hands on me. And I was just like, oh, I want so bad to just fucking crack you so hard right now. But I can't. That's, that's the rules we drew up. <laughs> well, it's also because you that's can't my gripe her. of the week. I can't fucking punch this woman. You don't want to punch women. You want to punch a woman. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I had discretion. She put her, she fucking put her hands on my face. How do I know she doesn't have a knife? You know, mm-hmm. I wish she did. So I could I always hate her. when people touch my face. I've never been a fan when people try to be silly. You, even I don't give a fuck. I go, I, and I, that's like one of those things that will, I'll put the hard breaks on any kind of fun that's happening. Right. Is if you touch my face, I go, don't fucking touch my face. For real. And the girl acted like she punked me. Mm-hmm. And to like, to quote the great Patrice O'Neill, I'm like, I nut checked you. You don't fight. You don't fight that guy. I can. You can. It's fine. I hopefully at this point in my life, I wouldn't. Right. But I might. And it would be fine. The rules are okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I punch that guy, it's fine. Right. But like to quote the great Patrice O'Neill, it's like, bitch, I'm letting you fuck with me right now. The only reason you're alive is because I have self-control. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's acting like she's punking me and she's getting in my face, being all tough. And I'm like, this could be fixed like that. Mm-hmm. This is a hundred percent self-control. That's the only reason you're fucking peacocking right now. I could knock your block off. Okay. Yeah. Like, and that's not because I'm strong It's because you're weak. Right. Like I'm a <laughs> run of the mill guy. I'm a run of the mill guy. I'm not a tough guy at all. And I could destroy you. Right. Cause and she's it, not Ronda Rousey. Exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, is I, what I've noticed is like women who can beat up men aren't like that. They don't have to be. They don't have to be. They don't have to. They don't have to like, uh, it's almost like a, a, your way of trying to even the playing field is like emasculating dudes or right. something like that. Like to be like, Oh, see fucking pieces. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's so unnecessary. Like, Cause I will fight Will and I have fought men and I don't give a fuck, but that's why I never have to get to that point. 
Right. You You broke a coffee urn over somebody's head, didn't you? (laughs) No, 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 no. Wait, I thought you smashed a coffee urn on somebody's head. No, no. Oh, no. I threw a coffee pot at my ex. Yeah. And then and then beat him with his own guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Are you the honky tonk band? (laughs) You're a fucking wrestler. (laughs) Don't fuck a a young uh, Russian improv actress while we're still dating and you're living in my house. Get the fuck out of here. He was probably, you're smashing him over the head and he's probably like, worth it. (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't that hot either. Uh Oh. Yeah. So it was a bummer. If she was hot, I, you know, I totally get the laws. He's if lucky he's though. Attractive. He did the right order operations. Like, sure, you got some Mediterranean and Latin blood in you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to beat the shit out of him. But if the roles were switched and you cheated on the Russian with you, she probably would have like killed him in his sleep. She's not like that cool Russian either, man, unfortunately. That's not cool Russian. I can't stand <laughs> Russians, dude. There was a Russian in the improv on Sunday night. And I was like, you people are disgusting. Why? Uh, you can't kill them. I've talked about it. I said, my friend just... You can't kill them. You can't. They're too tough. They don't die. <laughs> and my, fr- my friend bashed a Russian in with a two by four and he just like shook it off every time. <laughs> you know, you can slow kill them. Um, a friend, a friend. You mean like Visine, like a yeah. wife killing her husband? Yeah. Putting vi- is that what you're going to say? Visine? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like a legit thing. Like I thought about putting Visine in my own food to listen to my own little <laughs> like slow suicide. In the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> it actually happened to uh, um, Gary's coworker. His mom, oh, that's where I learned this. Yeah, yeah. His, his like he missed work a bunch because his mom was on trial for slowly killing her husband by putting Visine in his food. Mm-hmm. Take note, ladies. You don't have to live in fear if you don't want to. Just so uh, you know, get some clear eyes and fucking bloop bloop. But I don't think. Uh, from what I remember this story, I don't think she was living in fear. I think she was just a psycho. <laughs> I don't think she was threatened. But I'm saying you can learn from the psychos. You know what That's I mean? That's true. You can use yeah. psycho tactics for good. Yeah. That's right. Like you could mass shoot the Federal Reserve. You could. Just saying. You could. Which is the premise of my new pilot I wrote. For some reason, nobody's picking it up. (laughs) I don't know why. Take one for the team. You know what I mean? The Federal Reserve. That was fun. I was talking about the Federal Reserve to a crowd that I got to the improv on Sunday night. And the guy goes, just so you know, half this crowd is under 21. And I was like, oh, cool. They'll definitely dig my Ben Bernanke material. (laughs) (laughs) You should pass out pamphlets every time you do a show to be like, these are the information that this is an information packet that you're going to need to enjoy this comedy show. This is what the Federal Reserve is. <laughs> this is who Fellini is. <laughs> it's just a reference. It's a it's an index for all of the references that you're going to make. Are you calling me inaccessible? <laughs> inaccessible, unrelatable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm inaccessible, which means that I'm going to hang myself like the singer of Inaccess. <laughs> He was jerking off, right? He actually was jerking off. Who? The guy from NXS. Oh, when he killed himself? I don't think he killed... Did he... I know he died with a belt around his neck, but I'm pretty sure he was jerking off and it was gone awry. It was masturbating gone awry. I might be wrong. I need you tonight. <laughs> you think he sings that to his belt? <laughs> <laughs> should have been suicide jerk. Yeah, for suicide real. Suicide jerk. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to look that up. Hey, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> By the way, congratulate our guest from last week, Tim Dillon, on doing the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. He's to, so wonderful. It's nice for him to go on a smaller podcast. <laughs> I pre, you know, slum it up over at the JRE. <laughs> Let's do the gripe of the week. It's the gripe of the week. It's, it's the, the gripe of the week. week. 
We already have the two gripes. We have the one from Rowie, and then we have you. You can't, can't beat up ladies. Um, <laughs> Jay Wolf's gripe of the week is the 20 minutes of ads and bullshit before any podcast actually begins. Yes. Okay. I understand that, Jay. I understand. But first of all, you can fast forward. And two, those podcasts need that motherfucking ad money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me, let me tell you something, Jay. All right. Do you enjoy Jimmy Fallon? Do you like pre-record, pre-interview interviews where they know exactly what they're going to say? Because podcasts are the only place where you get to hear people fucking real and unfiltered. And the only way that happens is with advertisements, you fucking cunt. (laughs) All right? What do you want? What more do you fucking want? Free, free, free. That's all I want. I want it free and I want it exactly how I want it. Jay Wolf. Speaking of which... Uh, Beautiful name, though. Make sure you guys go to brondell.com. <laughs> this podcast yeah, is... Yeah, Jay. <laughs> go to brondell.com and clean your filthy fucking ass. 20% off. No, Promo sir. code no sir. I All one word. Are. Go fuck yourself, you little shitty get bum your, freak. Get, your, get yourself a, a, a bidet. A bidet toilet seat cover. I don't like the artists I like making enough money to live. <laughs> That's what I don't like. My gripe is when when people I enjoy have food on their plate. <laughs> that bothers me. I want you to starve. I, I'm really mildly inconvenienced by something that's getting that's generating a lot of joy for me. <laughs> if the, but um, you know, I don't like having to fast forward the first twenty minutes of it. That's f- boo fucking who? Yeah. I wish I could have fast forwarded through your gripe, Jay. (laughs) You know, I don't like your gripe. (laughs) I also um, wish we had 20 minutes worth of fucking ads at the beginning of our podcast. No shit. Because that means we're doing good. (laughs) Yes. Go to (laughs) bluechew.com. Stamps.com. Go to stamps.com. That's not true. They're not. They're not. They're not a pod. They're not a sponsor. So don't don't support. We are sponsored by trampstamp.com. Christina Shriver. Her gripe of the week is people who automatically shorten or change my name immediately upon introducing myself. Hi, I'm Christina. Nice to meet you, Christy, Chris, Tina, or any other name that I didn't just say. And if you call me Christine, fuck you. What's the problem with Christine? It's a great song by the Flying Burrito Brothers, Christine's tune. No, but that's still also a dick move. You tell people your name and they're immediately trying to change it. People call me Vokey immediately. That's your name. Brian Vokey. They're not saying Vaku or v- Vakalanopus or whatever the fuck. I get B-Vokes, B. B-Rai, B- or whatever the fuck. Bri? Bri-Bri? Like, Girls call me Bri a Bri-bri. lot quick. Girls text me Bri a lot. Girls that I, they like, they call me Bri. And Girls I you, don't, yeah, I don't. Girls you, uh, <laughs> Girls you, Girls you hammer and Yes, girls I fart on. <laughs> That's how you know you really like them. <laughs> This kid, this uh, this comedian John Charles used to do this bit where he's like, "Love is when you uh, when you fart on your girlfriend, and then that ends up turning into sex." Because mm. <laughs> then it's like, "I farted on you," ah! and then it becomes play fighting, and then play fighting into like like holding, and then into fucking. Yeah, I didn't. I knew what. I knew I could go through that. Yeah, yeah. did you? Okay. I could go through the I just want to make sure everybody's yeah, yeah. on board. Wait, wait, wait. How do you go? You go. You first. You fart, and then you put chlorophyll on her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then you fuck her wherever you want. That's Carmen. That's what Carmen said. I completely don't support what Carmen just said. Glow Leva's gripe of the week is men using point of sales ATM keypad slots like their vaginas, either shoveling it in in and out too rapidly or pulling it out too soon. What? I think that's somebody's attempt. Do you operate an ATM camera? Why are you seeing this so much? Like if you're behind someone in line at the grocery store or something like that. 
like people who are, are at the gas station. So she's watching guys use the ATM and think that the way they slide in the card lets her know if they can't fuck. <laughs> I mean, that's good information to have, actually. Every time I put my card in the ATM, the money comes out before I even put my pin in. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be here all week, folks. <laughs> Hello. These are the week. jokes. Keep up, folks. Welcome to Chuckles and shit. You're all right, baby. Julian Durant's gripe of the week is when television shows go a season longer or several seasons yes. longer than they need to. I agree 100% because Boardwalk Empire would have been maybe my favorite show ever if it ended after season two. Mm-hmm. And it just kept going into shittier and shittier and shittier. When they really tried it, well, you got to get at least three seasons to get into syndication. So you want to make the big money. It's but more it, than that, isn't it? No, three. Oh, wow. That's all you need. That's why, it, like in pitch meetings and stuff like that, the, the, a common question is where do you see this in the third season? You know, mm. um, it's because three seasons mean syndication. So you get that big money. But yes, but also then write a thing that's good for three seasons and then get the fuck out. That's what's so great about Ricky Gervais shows is that there always are two seasons with one long episode at the end, like a special. It's always so even if it's like something weird like Derek, that may not be very good. Mm. At least it's quick. But I uh, yeah, no, Boardwalk Empire is the first show that comes to mind. But there are a lot of shows that just kind of meander and get shitty Mm -hmm. and are no good. And it's just like fucking shoot this horse, dude. Like. Nothing's good forever in the cold November rain. (laughs) (laughs) Get out. Get out of my apartment. (laughs) I have a gripe. I don't like um, when if I order a cocktail, if the the person squeezes the lemon and puts it in there like I like to do it. Oh, yeah. I also I don't throw anything in the drink. I even think the ice is dirty. I know the ice at my work is dirty because I found some roaches in there. Oh, my God. I didn't tell nobody. (laughs) So if you're a rich cunt and you get married and MacArthur Bark, you know where I'm talking about. (laughs) We nasty over there. But it just, uh, yeah, I guess it's the germ thing. And I get it. It's it's alcohol. It kills all the germs. But at the same time, like. It's not in a mixed like, drink. Not, but it, it, you know how like sometimes if you open a beer for somebody, they're like, they get mad. Or if you open a, a can of something for somebody, mm-hmm. they're like, I, they like the, 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 the like, you know what sure. I mean? Making that thing happen. I like that. But I like to squeeze my own fucking lemon in it because I know how much I, and, 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 and maybe, and a lot of times I don't want the fucking lemon in it. I just want the juice. Yeah, that rind is rolled all over the damn place. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, no, stop putting the fucking whole fucking wedge in the drink. It's Put it on the on the rim, you know, just, fold, just put a slice in the middle of the wedge, put it right on the rim of the glass, and let me do what I will. Yeah. Don't do this for me. Michelle Dahlnick's gripe of the week is, I hate when you get on an elevator and it smells like the previous f- person's fast food cigarettes or perfume. Uh, I responded to that email to Michelle by letting her know that I am a huge fan of farting on an elevator and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I do, dude, I do get that gripe, though, especially if it's something stinky. Like if It's somebody- as close as you can get to haunting somebody. <laughs> <laughs> While you're alive, yes, yeah. it's so rude, though. <laughs> it's, it's so, so rude. nice. I don't want to know. I don't want to know what your farts are going to smell like in the future. You know, I'm because a big fan awesome. of farting in the walk-in cooler at work too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a cold fart. Yeah, a little oh, Arctic blast. <laughs> That's a real Mountain Dew Arctic, Arctic blast. blast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it'll not go anywhere. No, it you know, just I sits could, there. I could let a, I could let one go in that walk-in cooler, and nobody could go in there for three days, and they open the door, they'd be like, ah. Jesus. 
Or yeah, or when people, um, if you if you ever have to like have to valet your car or something like that, if you oh, leave it, if yeah. you leave, I a never one- had the joy of doing that. <laughs> you just leave a fucking stinker in there. Oh yeah, when you I, hand him the keys. I've officially so turned into my father. I definitely like you'll hear. Prep! And the locks will go down in the car, in the window locks. <laughs> and then I'll just blow a fart. I did that to my friend Bruce the other day. And he's like, God, my, fuck everybody I know fucking does this to me. Fuck you. <laughs> he got he legitimately got mad. He's like, I will fucking. He's like, I'm going to open this door and jump out. Like we're like driving. And he was like opening the door, trying to fan the car with the door open on the freeway. <laughs> I was just laughing my ass off. So I remember my dad, you would hear, put up in the locks and then you would just see his shoulders start quivering and he would turn bright red because he was trying to quietly laugh because he wanted he wanted uh, if his best idea he would turn the stereo up so you don't hear the window locks go on mm-hmm. and then you know you'd see him start shaking but his ideal situation is you not noticing any of that and then all of a sudden the smell hits you oh, and then you go oh, oh what is that and he would be like <laughs> Pedro Lima former guest of his podcast Pedro Pedro, his gripe of the week is the flu and everybody's motherfucking stupid remedies that it has. Vicks vapor rub. Yeah, it's Vicks and Asopao. I don't know what Asopao is though. I think that's when you fuck when you tear that ass up. Asopao. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. The, all the all the remedies. garlic up the pussy, yogurt the ears, tea tree yeah. oil up the nose. You'll be fine. You're gonna snort tea tree to get rid of. I don't the know. Flu? I'm just fucking yeah, talking. It's... No, some guy. I had a headache at work recently, and this guy told me to put lime juice on my forehead, and I said, "I will slap the shit out of you." <laughs> and that'll actually He's take like, my mind off of my head. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "No, it really works." No, my grandmother. T- of course, a grandmother came up with that because she's from a retarded era. <laughs> she's from polio era. Like, yeah, of course, we didn't have fucking penicillin, so you're rubbing limes on your forehead. Yeah, that's not wisdom. That's ignorance. <laughs> You fucking moron. I'm not putting lime. I have aspirin, ibuprofen, Tylenol, Motrin, all at my hands, like right (laughs) right over here on the cupboard. And you're telling me I should put a fucking lime on my forehead? (laughs) God, go get on a tire and float back to Cuba, you fuck. (laughs) He's not a Cuban at all. (laughs) Who do you you think got grape of the week? I I mean, I related to the TV one the most, or or Rose, either one of those. I think I'm going to go. I I like Rose better. Because sometimes you just need something to binge watch, and I but get it. It is real heartache watching a great show. Be shit. I mean, the last like three years of The Office, The American Office, are just garbage. Anything post, uh, yeah, anything after Michael Scott left, yuck. But you no, know, that's fine. Yeah, give it to Row. That's fine. I mean, it's not like I have a say. It's not even like you know. I might, might as well not even be here. I guess she's your sister, you okay. asshole. <laughs> I'm just trying to utilize that Midwestern passive aggression I learned. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. You want to? No, it's okay. It's a, whatever. It's, it's you know, cool. just, it's like not even like I exist. But you know, like, you know, I'm I'm half of this podcast, so it's fine. I guess if you don't even want to. Roseanne, no middle name, ass Vokey. <laughs> when a comedian or uh, posts a con- something on social media, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, or joke online, and then other non comedians try to add to the joke, and they're just not funny. Yeah, that's the fucking worst. It really is. But I also don't want to complain about what little engagement I get. <laughs> but she's right. Like me the way I want you to. Yeah. Well, well, why don't more of you like me, and why don't you like me the right way? <laughs> The little few of you that do like me, I don't like you. I don't like the way you like me. I like that you like me, but I don't like the way you're liking me. I will I will post all the uh, the tenants to being a fan of me online. And either, <laughs> It'll be in the information packet that yeah, I give at the beginning of every show. My shows. fan club. <laughs> Vokesters. They're called Vokesters. The, the BV Cruisers. 
Guys, make sure um, you subscribe. Volkswagens. Stop That's it. the people. Okay, of- cut it out. <laughs> Those are all the homeless people that live out of their vans that come to see you. <laughs> the cowardly Bryants. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. Please stop. I'm going to kill you on mic. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you tell other people about us. Spread the word. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Yeah, other things that are, that are on PBS shows. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on all the Asoda to social media at No Sir Pod, at Brian J. Vokey, at The Funny Carm. Like, subscribe, listen, and comment. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we fucking love you. Bye bye. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. No 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 sir, I don't like it. What the fuck is the fucking matter? Like a stupid one. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life.